Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am beyond thrilled to have the incredible, talented, smart, funny, witty, handsome, incredible writer, Tim Kawakami of The Athletic, back on the show. Yeah, I was sure that was going to be Marcus Thompson they were introducing there. God dang. Well, I had my notes, and I was like, I think the Marcus intro is fine for Tim. Uh, Just just one one or the other. One or the other. All good. All good. How are you doing, Tracy? I am good, Tim. How are you? I am very good. Nice, uh, nice busy Monday. I had some things I had to do, but uh, glad to be checking in with Sandler and checking in with hearing about the Kyle Shanahan Presser and where they go. I'm sure... uh, I'm sure they got a couple of weeks of hard work ahead of them during this bye week. Yes, I am sure they do. And I'm going to start just by telling everybody that we're recording on Monday afternoon. So we are going to be talking a bit about the trade deadline. You guys will be listening to this on Tuesday morning. If they've made a trade, we didn't know because it was Monday afternoon. But we will. But we, you, can still rip, you can still rip me for not knowing if you want to. Yeah, you could. I mean, you guys can do whatever you want. I'm just saying that, you know, there's that. But there are there are other things to discuss. Let's actually... Where to begin with this team? I think let's actually start a little bit with yesterday in the last three weeks, and we'll move into the trade deadline because, you know, on Sunday, the 49ers lose their third game in the row heading into the bye week. The news from the Kyle Shanahan conference call is that Aaron Banks has turf toe and will miss a few weeks. And he said the thing with turf toe is you just kind of don't know how that's going to heal. But that's a pretty significant issue, especially as they have been missing Trent Williams. The hope is that he'll be back. Next week at practice, Kyle Shanahan said he was with the guys uh, on Monday. Tuesday, they were going to come in, and then they're off until next Monday. So, obviously, the hope is that Trent Williams is back next week. But the Aaron Banks issue, because the injury becomes a pretty significant injury along that offensive line because he's pretty important along that offensive line. The last of the major pro sports leagues kick off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, and college football, and NHL in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile across every sport, anytime. Head to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, just a couple other notes from the call is we, in talking about the trade deadline, he said that John Lynch has been on the phones for a month and there, there doesn't seem to be a lot out there, but they'll be working on it. The Seahawks bolstered their defensive line on Monday. I imagine the 49ers are going to make a move. But Tim, at the end of the day, there's a lot of talent on this football team. They're just not executing. And I'm sure they will make a move. They probably need to make a move. But if they can't execute, it doesn't really matter who who they bring in. Yeah, I mean, listen, Chris McCaffrey is the goal for every team to make a trade like that. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that's maybe once every 25 years you make a trade like that. Uh, I don't think this is the year that are going to get a Christian, like like the Christian McCaffrey of defense. I don't think Mm -hmm. that's available out there. I think they are going to make a trade or two. I've heard Uh, they may be, you know, feeling pretty good about maybe either a cornerback or a pass rusher. That seems to be where it's focused. I just don't think 
you know, maybe there's, you know, Montez Sweat or something, and you guys will know whether they get him or not. So I shouldn't even bring up names I don't know. But I think they're going to do something. I still, yeah, you're right. I don't think it's going to change the basic structure of who they are. I don't think it's going, you know, it's not going to be this, this, the, the absolute solution to the problems they've had in three weeks. They've got good players. They're paying them a lot of money. They've got good coaches. I do still believe Steve Wilkes is a very good defensive coordinator. Hasn't been working the last three weeks. They can figure this out. Uh, they have the talent to do it. Maybe with a few tweaks to add, you know, I, I heard that, you know, Shanahan said that they're looking tired and slow, and they did look slow. They did. Tired is an interest, you know, maybe he's right. They're getting to the bye week. Maybe he's just saying it because he knows they're getting to get rest. They've been playing some short weeks. We know that. But they've been playing teams that have been coming off their buys. Uh, this is all part of the league. But um, they're, they're talented. You know, Nick Bosa is an incredibly talented player, defensive player of the year last year. Has not been producing like that. It's just it's fair to say. This is you're judged by the stats you put up. You're judged by the way you influence games. That hasn't happened. Armstead had not been before. You know, yesterday a couple sacks. He played very well. Hargrave, I think, is a solid player. Hasn't been dominating. Let's say last few weeks. Like, I think it has to come from the defensive line. Mm-hmm. They might get a tweak, but they have to win the game. So they have to start with that baseline. We are going to win there, and. It's getting worse and worse. That's the problem, right? The last three weeks, it's got Cleveland wasn't good defensively. Certainly wasn't was terrible offensively. Minnesota was worse defensively, and now this last game, Bengals was really bad defensively. Just not the 49ers that I think 49er fans are used to seeing. Not the 49er team that you and I are used to seeing. And, and I think it always starts with defensive line. The defensive line sags. The whole team sags. Well, and that's how they built the team. That's how Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have built the team since they got to Santa Clara. And you are 100% correct. And I thought Kyle Shanahan made an interesting comment on Sunday that those first five games, I mean, I think that's also part of it too for Fortnite fans and people watching the team. You had these first five weeks where they're like dominating, not just winning, absolutely dominating. And then these last few weeks have been almost the exact opposite in every facet of the game. But Kyle Shanahan made a comment about how in the first five weeks, they were making the mistakes. They just, they were making plays that overcame them. And it's interesting. I think back to those press conferences after games and during the week where he still, he said, there's plenty to look at and there's still plenty of issues. And I think there was a feeling that, oh, he's being too hard on them or it's just something they say, but clearly there were because they're not making the plays now. And it does start with the defense. And I know everybody has plenty to say about the quarterback. And I'm not saying that he hasn't certainly hasn't made a couple of pretty bad mistakes last couple weeks. But at the end of the day, it is the defense. It is the defense that is losing these games. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the, the point is true. Like if there's, you know, I asked Shanahan about Wilkes yesterday. He said, listen, the offense isn't playing great either. Hasn't scored more than 20 points last three games. All true. Uh, they kind of, you know, like complimentary football, whatever you want to say, is it, 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 someone has to carry the other one. And right. neither side is doing that right now. When the defense has a sag weekend, you need the offense to come through with 35, 40 points like the, what they did against the Raiders last year. Brock, one mm-hmm. of, you know, the Brock Purdy's best games. Mm-hmm. And when the offense is going through a struggling time, and I think the key here, we're going to talk about Purdy all you want. These are Those were not good interceptions, back-to-back games, multiple interceptions. They're not running the ball. They are not. They cannot establish the line of scrimmage. Uh, running the ball that's that there's a cascading effect of that they can't get into the play action they can't run the offense in the rhythm they want to they can't get those easy throws for Brock Purdy then 
that flips over the defense where the offense isn't controlling the line of scrimmage. The defense is on its heels. Wait a minute now, maybe we got to make a play. Let's be, and they can't get to the quarterback. It all spins from each other. Uh, but I do think it gets the line of scrimmage. They're not winning the line of scrimmage on offense. They're not winning the line of scrimmage on defense. And as you said, they've invested a lot of money, a lot of draft choices, in the defensive line. So that's why I always start with this team. And I know that is where Lynch and Shanahan always start. This, you should right there. We win there. We win there. We try to figure out everything else. It's great when the quarterbacks come in. It's great when the receivers are going down the field. It's great when you're running the ball. You've got to win on the defensive line or else everything else from there gets a little scrambly and they are scrambly for sure. I don't know if it's a scheme fix. I don't know. Uh, I just, I get down to simple things. They got to, they got to be blocks. They've got to yeah. beat their blocks. They got to not just come close to the quarterback. They got to get to the quarterback. I think there are some issues, as I said, tying coverage to the rush. Maybe they're playing a little too soft, but guess what? If they play played up a little bit more on Sunday and guess what happened then, Tracy? <laughs> Over the top a couple times. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, you know, then they're kind of in between. I, I do think Steve Wilkes is kind of in between right now between like, I want to be cautious. I want to be safe, but I also want to attack. And, and so, and they're doing neither right now successfully. Uh, that's the big problem. Now they got two weeks. I mm-hmm. think Kyle Shanahan is going to get involved in those defensive meetings, maybe even oh, yes, more than yes. usual. And we'll see what the result is. You know, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. Sometimes that makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he is going to get himself involved in the conversation. And we'll see how Steve Wilkes adjusts to that, adjusts to everything. And, you know, I think he's smart. I think he knows what he's doing. It just hasn't worked the last few weeks. If it doesn't start there, Tracy, I don't know. Everything else we're talking about, it's not going to matter too much at the end. It's got to start with that defensive line. 100%. And it's yesterday or on Sunday, especially because you had one of the best quarterbacks in the league coming off a bye, fully healthy with three incredibly talented receivers and a team that wasn't running the ball well, who put up, you know, over a hundred yards and then the rest of it just falls apart. And it, it's, it's basics. They're not tackling. As you said, they're not blocking. There's penalties and the penalties are huge on both sides of the ball because they can't get off the field at three on third and long because they keep having these stupid penalties. And then for lack of a better term, I suppose. And then, the penalties on the, the offensive side of the ball, then it's first and 20. It's second and 15. It's third and 70, whatever it is. And now they have to throw the ball and it makes them very one-dimensional. And it's just been kind of a bit of a hot mess. It's just the fall from grace in the last three weeks has been rather startling. I don't want to be dramatic, but like it, it is a little... It's shocking, Tracy. It's shocking. shocking. And you know that they're still going to somehow end up in the NFC Championship game. There is also part of me that thinks like maybe this team really is built for adversity. This, they're they're not built for this last few years, at least. You know, in 2019, obviously, they went on that run. But I don't know. It, it's just the fall has been rather significant and rather fast. It's interesting because they're five and three. This is not a terrible record. It's just that when they were five and zero oh and so dominant, five and three almost feels like they're like two and five. Yep, no point. I mean, it's, it's a week by week league. You know, you, you go, you rise, you fall, based on the last week. I, one of my sayings is, you know, the last thing you saw is not the only thing that's possible in the future. Like mm-hmm. things change. The NFL is, and even when you're really good, you got a fifteen percent margin. I really, I just Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They're not like, what's wrong with the Chiefs? Like two weeks ago, they were the greatest team that ever lived. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes through this stuff. 
all of a sudden, four Niners built that five and zero thing. That you know, one thing you can say is like, okay, gave them the leeway to lose some games. Yes, it ain't great. There's some, you know, we know that there's problems here. But what if they had started three and two straight and then three in a row? Like you know, there's something to be said. That you just got to play out the schedule. They've had some quick turnarounds. Not an excuse. They have not played well. I don't think they would have won. Maybe would have won that Cleveland game if they had a little slightly better uh, rest period. But maybe that's only a maybe. Um, and if the kicker makes one, but we're gonna have to go there, Trace. But uh, there, th- th- this you know, it's not it's four plays a game. It's six plays a game. Like these, you rarely have one where it's you know, oh, clearly Dominic the Pittsburgh game and the, and the Cowboys game were two, and that's two out of five. But you're gonna get in these games where you gotta make three plays at the end of the game. Like that, that's the NFL. And when you consistently make them, you're a great team. And when you consistently don't make them, you're not a good team. But that's the definition of being great, right? That right. is it. Measure this. We don't measure close. We measure what you are. I do think they have the capability to make these plays. I, I believe Purdy has the capability to make these plays. I've seen it. Uh, I believe the defensive line certainly has the ability to make these plays. Got it. You know, five and three is five and three. It's it's where they are. I think four and four last year. This is the NFL. Everyone gets gathered about that place. And then what are you in November? Literally. Uh, Buddy Ryan, when I covered him, used to call us the boys in November. You make the season in November and December. We've seen them go off on runs in the last two years. Obviously, last year was crazy run. Um, they're capable of it. I believe they have the coaching to do it. But I think it's an introspection time. I think it's uh, like, where do you need the fixes? Uh, you know, we, we, we know that they are pretty realistic about this. Like, you know, what happened to Drake Jackson? He's shuffled almost completely out yeah. of rotation. Because they decided that it's not it's not happening after a lot of talk during the offseason and training camp that he's you know a, a rising player that clearly has stopped and he's not doing much. So they're realistic about it and let's see what ha- they come out in the next two weeks. So Richard Sherman on on his podcast saying oh, yeah. he expects this. You know I don't know what he meant by that. I don't think he meant you know coaching changes. No. But I think he means like approach changes. I think he means schematic changes. I think they were pretty simple. Yesterday, so I don't know if you can simplify it even more, uh, but there will have to be something different about what they do. And I think defensively more than anything, because we know they win games that way. In 2019, that's how they won. You wrote them down for wins because of that defense. Uh, and I think they'll have to look different when they show up back in Jacksonville in November. What is it, November 10th? Something like oh, some far away day. Yeah, some far away day. It feels like it's like practically Christmas time because. And, and they're going to go a long time without winning a football game, Tracy. October 8th was their last win. Uh-huh. And that's, uh, it's going to be more than, a month, more than a month without a win. That's if they win in Jacksonville. They lose. And, that's yeah. a, and by the way, that's not a gimme game. That's a tough no. football game. The Jaguars <laughs> no. are good. They're now coming out of their bye, going on the road on a three-game losing streak. I mean, that, that's a, that's a Jack, tough one. Yeah, Jags got a bye, too. So it's not like they're going to be on short rest against the 49ers. Uh, you don't go into Trent. I didn't even realize Jacksonville has a bye, too. Yeah, that's going to be that's, that's going to be a tough football game. That won't be easy. It's definitely not going to be easy at all. But you're right. It starts the defense. I almost think on offense, and this is probably super simplistic of me, but it almost feels like that's a little easier to fix. Like, don't make these penalties. Don't throw the interception. I mean, I think one thing about Brock Purdy is he does seem to learn from his mistakes pretty quickly. Uh, now, granted, we did see two, two back-to-back games with bad interceptions. Of course, the Minnesota game, there was, we don't know when the concussion happened, et cetera, et cetera. But 
we saw back-to-back games with those interceptions, but he generally doesn't seem to make the same mistake twice. He learns them. It feels like the defense part is a little bit more difficult. Kyle Shanahan said on the call, he was asked if he and Steve Wilkes would talk about Wilkes moving from the booth to the field. They're going to talk about it. See what he thinks. Um, I don't know how huge a difference that will make, but I also think, Tim, there's that fine line of like, I know we you joke on Twitter a lot, fire everybody, but there's that fine line of, okay, we're changing everything, and do we need to change everything? Do we want to try to force something that, that wouldn't work? That sounds, that feels like a force to me. That yeah. does. Like, you know what, D'Amico Ryans and Robert Solid worked from the, from the sidelines, so why don't you, you've always been in the booth, but because it's not working, you go down. Like, it, it, listen, if a Wilkes is for it and he feels like it, it, it could work, maybe, but he's not a guy that's going to be chest bumping. Yeah, that's like, you're, you're putting people, it, that feels like it could get worse if you do that. Right. That feels like a little, unless Wilkes is totally for it. I don't think he will be. I don't think, I think he's more comfortable in the booth. You can be a great coordinator from the booth. Vic Fangio is a great coordinator from the booth, mm-hmm. and he's not gesticulating on the sidelines. I know the players love it when it's authentic. And with D'Amico and with Sala, it was authentic. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be authentic with Steve. It's just just coordinate the game like you know how to do, like you did so well against Pittsburgh and Dallas and, and, and all those other games to start the season. Um, I, that feels, that reeks of a little bit overcorrection to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be surprised if that's the way it goes. But it does tell you that Kyle Shanahan is, you know, he's open to suggestion right now. You know, things are not going the way they want it to. I get it. I get that there's issues on defense. They did look like they were outcoached. I don't like ever like saying it's such an easy, hackneyed thing to say. Outcoached. Thought they were outcoached uh, yesterday. It's certainly off Bengals offense versus four Nash defense. Every time, like Wilkes tried something, a blitz over here, there was a screen right over the top, fifteen yard gain. You know, a, a, a stun over here, Burrow runs right up the middle in the wide open gap for eleven yards first down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't feel good for a team. We'll see. I just don't. I don't like drastic changes that you did not plan to do and you haven't done. And you know what? We got to do something cosmetically because it doesn't feel right. That that's when you start getting. I will be surprised. I will be surprised if that happens. Uh, and I might be leaning towards if it does happen, it might make it worse. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And Fred Warner said on Sunday, and I, I do believe this: players win games not coaches. And at the end of the day, they're not executing. That's really, yeah, they're not not playing playing well. well. They are not playing well. And that's why they're in the position they're in right now. So it was important to them to get out to a fast start because they wanted that first round by and home field advantage that probably it's going to be tough now with the Eagles at this point, having lost one game, the 49ers looking ahead, they have the game in Jacksonville against Jacksonville, be home against Tampa. Then they go on a short week to Seattle, and then they go, they have a mini buy and they go to Philly. It is not going to be easy over this next month. And I think one would look at the Tampa game and be like, well, that's the one. But right now, nothing's a win. Like, if they're going to play like they've been playing, nothing. They got to win the division. The Seattle now just picked up Hunter Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing very well. They're winning these kind of games that the 49ers are losing. And it, that doesn't mean it's going to happen forever, but they're scrambling through games and maybe they, they're not as talented as the 49ers. So I don't think they are, but they're winning these games. They're making the plays at the end. The 49ers are not making. I don't think the 49ers want to get to a spot where they're going on the road to play Seattle you know, in the playoffs. Uh, that's what they would set up or not just Seattle. There would be, you know, all bunch. They might have to play the Eagles in round two, not in the NFC championship game. That's if you start, if you don't win that the division, 
They got to win the division. I think that's got to be the number. Now it's not number one seed. It's got to win the division. And that means beating Seattle on Thanksgiving means winning the games you're supposed to win. I don't think Seattle's running at the table. That I don't think. But there's a real, the very real thing in front of the four ers is you got to win that division and not screw up your seating. Now we've seen them go through as a wild card, you know, to the NFC championship game, Jimmy Garoppolo wild run, you know, but I don't think you want to bet on that. Uh, you never know what injuries you might, you know, get in the future. That's why I never say, Oh, when they're all healthy, that there's no such thing. They're never all healthy. <laughs> exactly. These guys <laughs> run into each other constantly. Uh, you're going to get injuries. You just have to weather them. Hope not, hopefully you don't get a bunch of them at one time and you don't lose the best guys. But I just, you know, I would agree when you said it's at Seattle coming up and it feels like a long time from now, it's Thanksgiving, yeah, but yeah. it's coming up. It's coming up. And I think there might be a trip to a sushi restaurant too, Trace. I don't know. Maybe. Yes, somewhere. yes, but, yes there, is. there has to be. We have to do sushi because Steve, that's oh, the number one. It's our favorite. I'll tweet, out a, I'll tweet out a picture that you did not approve, and we'll have to fight over that one too. I, I, I screwed up last time, but oh, yeah, that's true. that's true. You did. You tweeted out yeah. the unapproved photo. That's okay. I showed her and Tracy all the photos. She picked one, and I tweeted out the wrong one. Uh, all right, that huge game. That is a huge game. Huge. And, and, you know, Seattle was kind of like, oh yeah, you know what? They're competitive. No, they are right there. The 49ers have given up their you know wiggle room. They got to win the division, and this team is built to win the division. This team is built to win these games. Uh, they got to start doing it. We'll be very curious to see what changes they admit to and what changes we actually see on the field in Jacksonville. I will not be in Jacksonville, uh, but I will. Like you'll be there. Trent, say hello to Trent Boggy for me. I'm sure. Oh, I will. Warm, warm, warm. You know me. He and I are so tight. So, it'll so be I'll be like, I'll say Tim Kawakami wanted me to send you a special hello and a hug. Let's bring it in, Trent. <laughs> Absolutely. God, yeah. I miss that guy. I'm sure he misses me. Oh, I'm sure every day he wakes up and it's sad he's not running into you anywhere in the building. I'm sure it's true. <laughs> no, I'm sure. That's very, very sad. All right. So we are heading into the bye. We'll see what happens with the trade deadline. Whether I'm going to risk it. I think they're going to make a trade. I think they are going to make a trade. Uh, oh, I do too. I might I turn out wrong immediately, but I think, I, I don't know. Montez what is his name I'm throwing out there. there there's other... There's a cornerback situation. I think cornerback or defensive line, maybe not both positions, but I think they're going to make a trade. And you guys can instantly decide if I'm how stupid I am. And Tracy, too. Uh, oh, because- I agree with you on this. And I, it's it's got to be one or the other because they either need someone on the defensive line to take the pressure off the secondary or they need to upgrade a corner. And basically, you upgrade and put you put Lenore at nickel. And this is taking... I'm, I don't think Lenore is where they need to upgrade. I think Lenore has been... I actually think he's been playing very well, but you get someone at corner on the outside and you move Lenore to nickel and that's where you upgrade. Um, but I don't know. Time will tell Tim. Time will tell. We are rolling, we're rolling the dice right now on this very podcast to say we could, we could be wrong, wrong, wrong. I think, I actually think tackle is their number one need. I really think that, mm-hmm. uh, I think right tackle is a problem. And obviously left tackle when, when Trent Williams is down, Jalen Moore is okay, but uh, I think they could upgrade there and maybe even knock McKivitz into guard. But I just don't think there's tackles available. I just don't think it, it just so happened that the market at this point isn't for tackles. That's rarely it. Right? Tackles are at a premium. That's why you're supposed to draft them, Tracy. You're supposed to keep drafting them, and they chose not to do that last draft. That's their that call. That is true. That is uh, that is their call. Always good to have excess tackles. They do not have that, uh, but. I don't think they're going to get one. And so it's going to be pass rusher or cornerback for both. We'll see how we do. 
I agree. I actually think tackles the biggest need, but you're right. They don't, corners don't grow on trees either, but tackles grow even less on trees than corners. So we will see where we are and who, what new faces, face or faces are on this team come Jacksonville. You know, what's funny about that November 12th game. Sounds really far away. It's less than two weeks away. It is amazing. Like I, I was like, oh, what off? And Jack's like, what the hell? That's come. That's the next game. And they mm-hmm. showed screens in the in the media, uh, in the press box, like the next home game. It's like November with nineteen. You know, uh-huh. Tampa, what? Tampa, I thought Tampa Bay was like next year. No, it's like the next home game. Yep. So, uh, the mysteries of time, Tracy. We, you, they, it really confuses me sometimes. But off we go. Especially in the NFL. Nope. Yep. Off we go. Blank. And it's going to be Thanksgiving. That's what I'm, uh, that, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Sooner up. rather than later. And then the day after Thanksgiving, one of us is flying from Seattle to Detroit to attend the Michigan Ohio State game on Saturday, November 27th. And that one of us is me. And I'm very excited about it. You're going to hear me talk about it like a million times between now and uh, then. So just prepare yourself. One of us is beloved by Jim Harbaugh. And that's all good. Tracy Sandler. I'm sure that's who it is. Well, that might be true, but I don't think he knows me as well as he knows you or at all. But so true. It's also true. I, I didn't know you were going, but I'm glad you are. Yes, I'm very excited because the 49ers play Thanksgiving and I'll have the, the mini buy and the games in Ann Arbor. I was like the, the chances of those two things happening again for a long time are slim. And so I'm going and I am so, so, so excited. I can't wait. Good team. They got a pretty good team over there. Oh, they have a great team. I love them so much. But Tim, we could go on. I could go on like this forever, but I won't. Tim, tell everybody where they can find you and your spectacular work. Uh, Tim Kawakami at The Athletic. You read me there. I write a few times a week at The Athletic website and also TK Show podcast. Uh, there is going to be some movement there on the podcast. We don't need to talk about that, but I'm kind of working some interesting decisions there. So essentially, my podcasting will be independent in a little bit. Well, not independent, just won't be at the athletic, but uh, it's, it's, it's cool to talk about generally. I'm not going to talk about specifically, but uh, okay. it will still be a TK show, same feed, uh, just more, more of them, which I'm very happy about. Very fun. Fantastic. Well, if you guys like what you heard on this show, and I know that you did, please give us a five-star rating and a super positive review. You can follow me on Twitter or X or whatever it's called at Tracy FGSN on Instagram at Tracy Sandler, same on threads. We are brought to you by Bet Online. And with that, I'll talk to everybody next time. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.